Welcome to the Capital Call Podcast, where we discuss capital, labor, and technology, the main drivers of the global economy. I'm your host, Vijara Kohli, co-founder of Golden Door, an investment firm based in Newark, New Jersey. We hope you enjoy today's topic as we expand on the ideas of capitalism and economics. On this episode, we discuss the death spiral in oil prices, the boom in e-commerce and data centers, and new tools you could use to work from home remotely. On Monday, oil futures were trading at negative $37 per barrel, the first time in U.S. history. Oil futures now are in super contango, a situation where the future prices of a commodity are higher than the spot price. This happens when the cost of storage, insurance, and financing rise. In this case, the U.S. economy and the global economy doesn't have space to store oil. Tankers are full across the country. They're shipping tankers in the ocean, carrying oil to the tilt. So right now, we're in quite the situation. Historically, I like to compare the current hot war to the cold war from the last century. Right now, there's a battle to become the dominant global energy supplier. The U.S. has been able to move away from foreign exports, oil exports, as we rely more heavily on natural gas and shale to power our country. Energy-rich countries don't like this since we buy less oil from them. So this has been the catalyst and the first domino to fall from the coronavirus pandemic. We are in the early stages of a recession. Several industries have already begun to fall apart since the economy closed last month in March. Another $480 billion stimulus plan has been approved this week. We will not know uh, if it will be enough to bring back businesses. Most companies know that eight weeks of payroll will not be enough, specifically when you have to reopen and you don't have the foot traffic or sales to extend the lifeline beyond two months. Um, If the economy doesn't open up soon enough, small businesses will be forced to close down in a few months after exhausting the PPP or paycheck programs and lay off employees permanently, setting ourselves up for a really bad fourth quarter. What's not being discussed is the state of both local and state government tax revenues. They have been delayed because of the crisis. Uh, There are many states like New Jersey and now probably New York that are in uh, a worse financial position than they were months ago. Uh, The federal government is already working on a third stimulus plan designed specifically for state governments. Uh, And Senator McConnell has already mentioned that state bankruptcies are not off the table if the economic conditions worsen. I think that's a reasonable um, opinion that it's important to to use bankruptcy, specifically Chapter 11, to restructure and clean off past liabilities because a lot of the state and local governments are not prepared to handle such catastrophes um, based on past uh, legislation. So right now, my take is we're on the early innings of a recession. The economic engine is not working, and 2020 will definitely be a big loss for everybody. Uh, This pain will definitely go beyond six months and is much bigger than the coronavirus itself. I'm not an energy expert, so let's discuss something I know really well, technology. E-commerce is rising really fast. 
Shopify, one of the largest do-it-yourself e-commerce platforms, is seeing Black Friday level traffics every single day. The demand is off the charts. Consumers are buying all types of goods, gym equipment, soap, groceries, and much, much more. Shopify, Amazon, Walmart, all of them are hiring across the board, and this, the demand will definitely go up. This will be a shortage of supply until staffers can get back into the workforce. Streaming services also can't keep up. Videos are in high demand. This week, Netflix has seen the highest level of subscription growth and achieved cash flow profits for the first time in, in Q1 of 2020. This, this demand, though, is expected to decline after the quarantine lockdown is over, but at the moment, it is peaking. The trouble with the media providers today is they're running out of new content since all in-person film productions are on hold at the moment. The current content pipelines cannot last forever, and Quibi has mentioned that the content can only last until November. Behind the scenes, data centers, which power the streaming services, are, are definitely peaking. Microsoft announced it has seen a 3x usage in vir virtual desktops. Its Microsoft Teams, which competes with Slack, has seen eight times in monthly user growth since last month. And last week, I also learned that many onshore call centers have never been prepared to go remotely. So this has definitely a, been a learning experience for everybody to move towards a cloud. Uh, my take on this is that the government right now is is discussing new infrastructure plans to revitalize the economy and create new jobs. It will definitely be a plan to employ millions of Americans and spur economic growth. But let's make sure we discuss or include digital and the infrastructure plan in the conversation. It's clear that we're using a lot more computing power across America and 5G technology, which is the core of the next evolution of telecom, is around the corner. And we have to make sure it's part of the national discussion, specifically when it comes to infrastructure investing. For the past month, I've been living in a digital world along with everyone else working remotely. Every single day, I get invited to a new Zoom call, webinar, or virtual event to discuss how to handle remote work, the coronavirus, and anything else involved with the current economic lockdown. Companies haven't figured out how to replace in-person meetings yet, so video calls seem to be working. Same with LinkedIn. This week, I use a new platform called Icebreaker Video, which is a new tool uh, that allows you to do virtual happy hours. Great app, very interactive to set up for multiple users. It has a chat feature. and is an easy way to network with individuals to build community engagement, something that I don't see on the Zoom platform. So it'll be really interesting to see which apps now rise out of this new remote, remote virtual environment. There's a lot of opportunity. Zoom is not the only player in the field, and today it has the best product, but there's a lot of improvements that can be done, and I think a lot more, more of these companies will come out and we'll see a lot more come into, into play. TopTal, which is the largest remote-first distributed staffing company in the world, they provide freelance the top 3% freelance talent uh, globally have thousands of employees just released their own remote playbook to read, which I highly recommend checking out. The 
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share it with a friend. We're always looking for feedback, so leave a review. You can also find me on Twitter or LinkedIn at Vajarakoli on all platforms. And as always, thank you for listening.